Do you know what nugs, stonies, wheezes, crusters, or links are? Well, you're about to in episode number 67 of the Retro Rewind podcast. Wow, we're going to go into that? Maybe. Retro Rewind podcast initialized. Mission identified. Encino Man, 1992. Co-hosts online. Auditory analysis online. All systems nominal. Welcome to the Retro Rewind Podcast, where we rewind back to movies and video games from 15 or more years ago, so that we can let you know whether they're still worth revisiting today. You can find the show notes for this episode at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 67. There you can find links to subscribe and review to review us on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Uh, you can also leave us a comment on the episode there, and you can also find a link to support us on Patreon. Speaking of which, uh, our reflux capacitor was unthawed thanks to uh, the donations of megajoules by our generous patrons, uh, Brian Keating, Jake Arsenu, Andrew Legreve, Michael Kelso, Deborah Powers, Jared Holzhauser, Holzhauer, and some, a secret patron as well. So thank you all so much for supporting the show. Uh, it's awesome. Uh, that more of you want to grow the show. I'm sort of sputtering because I'm just, that's so awesome to see more people supporting the show. Anyway, my name is Francisco Ruiz. I'm a dad, designer, and I like a dollop of Dijon on my hot dogs. And I predicted that it's... All right. Because <laughs> he squirts mustard in his I mouth. I know. All right. I know. All right. Of all the digging up of like uh, dinosaurs, well, it's not dinosaurs, but you know. Yeah, of- exactly. Anyway, yeah. I predicted that Encino Man would be a nostalgic movie. And I'm joined, as always, by my good friend and co host, Paul, the Master Inter- Interrupter Powers. Hi, Paul. Hi, back. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, uh, my trivial question for you is both Jonathan K. Kwan yes. and Sean Data. Astin, yeah, Data and Mikey, appeared short on screen, round. short round also, appeared on screen together briefly in this movie, Encino Man. Yes. It marks the first and only time any original mm-hmm. cast members of the Goonies from 1985 appeared on screen together again. Really? Uh, apparently, according to trustworthy IMDb. Uh, Paul... Do you have a favorite Goonie? Perhaps Thanos. <laughs> uh, Josh Brolin. Yes. Um, I've always been partial to Chunk. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so maybe, maybe I'll go with him. Okay. Yeah. Very cool. And I predicted this movie would be a classic. Oh, interesting. Yes, I think so. And we are joined once again. We'd like to welcome back. Uh, he's the host of Pop Mockers podcast and radio show now. He's reached the big time. I'd like to welcome oh, yeah. Chris Cowan to the podcast. Welcome, Chris. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. Uh, if you find you enjoyed this episode with Chris, go back to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash 59 for our Twister episode. Uh, not the game, the movie. Uh, but Chris joined us for that one. Uh, Although Chris, it was fun playing Twister after talking about Twister. Well, sure, you, you have to do that, of course. Yeah. Chris, will you remind us what you do for a living? What I do for a living? Yeah. Um, I uh, I manage a, a support team 
from from my home. They okay. all they all support stuff. They all work from their home and they support stuff, and and I make sure they keep doing that. Very cool. Awesome. Yep. And uh, that's a long stick you have to reach over from your yeah. their home. Like, <laughs> it's, hey, it's really hard to work, and it's especially awkward when I knock on their door for the in-person one-on-ones because many of them live in like Texas and Colorado and stuff, and I live in California, so it's a bit of a long trip for those and, one-on-ones. And I assume you still show up on California time, so oh, totally, it's yeah. like really late at night when it's normal. Okay, good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Because West Coast time is the only time. San yeah. Dimas time rules. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone knows that. Exactly. Um, Encino time. Encino time. <laughs> Close. Reseda time. Lots of California movie time. Kid. That's what <laughs> I was going for. Yeah. Um, Los, Los, no, is it Las Vegas for the wizard? Anyway, we're getting way sidetracked. Chris, my yeah. little question for you. In the scene where Brendan Fraser yeah. <laughs> is eating out of the dog bowl, he is actually eating Cookie Crisp. A, oh, yeah, that, it does look like Cookie Crisp. Now that you say that, and yeah. it's not that the taste difference is that much. But, uh, <laughs> what I love Cookie Crisp. What are you talking about? No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> ironically, though, Cookie Crisp was created by Purina, a pet food company, which oh, I had no really? idea. But makes wow. sense now, Chris, huh? But Chris, <laughs> yeah. I told you. My question to you, though, Chris. What is your favorite breakfast cereal? <laughs> I think you're gonna ask what his favorite dog food was. <laughs> <laughs> what do you feed your dogs? Um, well, I actually eat dog food. Oh. Just, you pour some milk on it, and it's no, I uh, actually savory. It's it's got to be Lucky Charms. Really? Oh, okay. Yep, nice. Definitely. I love the. I'm a sucker for the the stale marshmallows. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah. And I discovered the ultimate Lucky Charm cereal. Where the the little throwaway cereal things that they put in there, like outside of the marshmallows, to make it look like it's got more substance to it, yeah. they make a chocolate version oh. of that. So it's chocolate Lucky Charms, <gasps> and that's just what I could mean, be better. What more can you ask? Yeah, for? yeah. gotta be on the lookout for this. <laughs> I'm <laughs> writing this down. For my YouTube, so. This is gonna be a future it's, YouTube. It's, it's like the the jackalope of of breakfast cereals. Yeah, so. So tasty. Very nice. But hard to find. Oh. Oh, it's not just widespread? Well, I, yeah, I think it might have been like a, a limited edition. They're oh. like, we'll just test the waters to see how little parents care about their children's health. <laughs> and then uh, and then if, if it turns out they don't give a crap, then we'll... we'll, then we'll uh, just am I allowed it. to say that? I don't, I don't know. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you're talking about constipation, right? Yes. Okay. They don't yes. give a crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and this it was manufactured in the 80s, so it makes it really rare to find. You can only find it online on certain places. No, it was recent. It was recent. Oh, recent? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what isn't recent is the movie Encino Man. Paul, why don't you put in our course for Alice, and let's get on reviewing this movie. Okay, Alice, let's go to Encino, California, and talk about a man there. And then uh, let's... Uh, to see what we've been up to lately on our new tube segments and maybe some show announcements. We'll see. There will or be. Unless you guys up. want to talk about Encino Man the movie <laughs> instead of some stranger <laughs> from Encino. Is that okay with you guys? That's fine with That's me. Yeah. Okay, Alex. Let's I approve. Are we allowed to talk during this? Alert. Alert. Target located. Spoilers incoming. Engaging Retro Rewind Reactor. 
Hollywood Pictures. He's a caveman uh -huh. who just stepped into the 20th century. Whoa. Now, two guys from Encino ah! are bringing him up to date. We got some called the four basic food groups. Dairy group, milk duds, fruit group, sweet tarts. It's so citrusy, dude, you'll freak. Meat group. Encino man. Milk does the body good, huh? Uh, rated PG. Thawing May 22nd at a theater near you. The movie thawed out quite a while ago, and recently we had to thaw out our memories for Encino Man, and this is what we came up with. Sean Astin and Polly Shore are digging a pool so they can throw parties and be cool. They end up digging a caveman, and Brendan Fraser emerges from ice. They take Link to school with them and help him get acclimated to their teenage lifestyles as 90s high schoolers, which includes the Slurpee machine, people like Link, and I bet they all... Oh. People like Link, and I bet they all learn a valuable lesson. For example, Dave finds contentment and gets the girl. Finally, the Encino woman appears. And that was close, but... But not quite. Because it's not Slurpees, it is Icy's. Oh man. I'm, I'm drinking icy. Yeah. I noticed that. I thought that was appropriate. Yeah. You're, you're whizzing the juice. <laughs> yeah, in honor of wheezing <laughs> the juice. He's not whizzing it. Oh no. <laughs> wow. Never connected the two until now. Uh, Thanks, Chris. Sorry. Um, yeah, you know, words can be can be very technical if you say one word wrong um but <laughs> paul will you please give us the technicals for encino man sure with probably some wrong words in there too encino man is rated pg and runs 88 minutes and was released in theaters of the usa on may 2nd 1992 it was directed by les mayfield and went on to star such actors as Sean Astin, Brendan Fraser, Pauly Shore, Megan Ward, Robin Tooney, and a couple other uh, things like Dom DeLuise's son. A couple other things. I'm sorry, people. <laughs> They're more than just things. They're people. They have feelings too. I know. Uh, the budget for this movie was about $7 million and went on to gross over $40 million in the USA alone. Well done, Encino Man. Yes. Well, cool, guys. Uh, I guess let's go ahead and talk about the things we liked about... Wait. What is that? Oh, yeah. It's us, right? That's what happened last time. Do you think so? You think they're coming yeah. back? Yeah. Let's do it. You guys again? Who? Who's? Whoa. Wait, wait. That's that's Chris. Chris yeah. is with you. I'm so confused. If I if I touch if we touch each other, is this gonna like cause an explosion or something? No, no. Uh, this this isn't time okay. cop, guys. This isn't time cop. Don't okay. worry. Good, good. Which They'll just faint. What <laughs> What are you guys doing here? I'm so confused. Well, guys, I, I came back. From from the future because I I needed to tell you never pet a burning dog. No oh, no no. It That's, sounds like a good idea. But yeah, Chris, don't you gotta do it. put him out. He's so cuddly and. That's fiery. not what we came back for, guys. Paul, oh. will you tell oh. will you tell us 
why we came back. Yes, it's to warn you guys and the listeners not to listen anymore. And if you want to spoil I don't know why I do a podcast with anyone else. (laughs) No. (laughs) Guys, we want to let you know, we read Encino Man, a unanimous nostalgic. (gasps) Just so you know, before you start your review. What? Really? good. Yeah, I'm surprised too. That's crazy. Whoa, whoa. Huh. That makes sense. That makes sense, though. I kind of, I kind of saw that coming. Okay, yeah. this will be interesting. Yeah. And guys, we also came back in time to ask you to team up with us because we're going to go back even further in time and kill Hitler. Yes. That Wait, sounds awesome. Is that how awesome. he finally dies? Or are we just using the power of time travel for this podcast? I, I'm confused. Um, we're not that would be a good idea. Say. It would be a good idea, but Except I don't have any guns. Already done it. Is that going to cause a hole in the space-time continuum? No, someone's already done it. Yeah, it could, might have been us. Oh, good point. Good point. You know what? We'll, we'll table it for now because if if it ends up being us, we'll do it eventually. And don't sure, worry, Chris. Good. We'll we'll invite you for the ride there. And okay, good. And other things. <laughs> other things. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, are you guys still just talking about the future and the past? Well, Why are well, you still here? Hey, yeah, we have a podcast to do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I knew I shouldn't have talked. Uh, to you all right. All right. Sorry. We'll leave. Gosh. Okay. I just wanted to tell you. You know what? We should oh. really talk about that Hitler thing, though. <laughs> and remember, no wheeze in the juice. Right. Well, that was weird. I'm awkward and long. It was a bit. <laughs> Are we past selves now or future selves? <laughs> Wait, I'm which so Chris confused. came back with us? I, I think oh, I no. left you. <laughs> that will create a hole. <laughs> Chris, why do you step back into the time machine with us? Oh, we need to take the one with the beard. You, Chris. Oh, come yeah. On. Chris, All right. with the beard. Right, come fine. on. Come on. We'll switch. All High right. five. Oh, yeah. See? Uh, nothing. Okay, this let's is, go. This is why we need to do more of a screening process with these podcasts, Paul. Come on. All right. Bye, guys. Bye again. It's good for the listeners. See if they want to keep hearing it or not. Mm, yeah, that that was that was pretty weird. I'm surprised how much of my beard grew in such a short <laughs> amount of time. That that well, was shocking. I was surprised obvious. by that too. We must have forgotten to do this at the end of the episode and went back years later. <laughs> you know what? Like, yeah, they never said what future they were from. Yeah, that's true. That's yeah. a good point. Maybe yeah. it's an alternate timeline. Ooh, maybe Wait, this is the, now an alternate timeline yeah, because exactly. they came back. Well, I hope this isn't the one where Biff's in charge. <laughs> yeah, me too. That would not be good. Do I normally uh, do I normally smell like that, or is that? Oh yeah, is that just no, no. That's that's oh. the same. <laughs> Dang. Okay, time to switch brands. Yeah, and time, time to, switch to switch gears into <laughs> doing the things we loved about Encino Man. Let's start right. with our guest, Chris. Smelly Chris. <laughs> oh, no. Got a new name. I didn't say it was a bad smell. SC. Um, there's definitely a lot, a lot to like about this movie. Uh, a lot of kind of uh, stuff comes back after watching it uh, so many years ago. Um, first of all, it's it's got your classic 90s Pauly Shore, which you either love him or you hate him, or yes. maybe a little bit of both, but it's definitely like he's in his prime, whatever that means to you when it comes to Pauly Shore. Yes. Is um, this his breakout role? 
I feel like, like I know was. he was like on MTV, like he had a show on MTV, like one of those video VJs or whatever. Yeah. Um, I, I think he was in some stuff before this. I, I think I remember checking his IMDb and I think there was some stuff before this. But, okay. um, but uh, I, I thought he was great in this movie. He was just classic stoner, Pauly Shore <laughs> type. Very, very much like a 90s like arch- archetype. Archetype. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Did they ever establish that he was actually like a smoking stoner. weed like a stoner? I know no, they called him Stony. Yeah, they called him Stony. He acted like a stoner, yeah. and I, I'm pretty sure I remember him making a, a semi-veiled reference to it. Okay. Oh, I didn't but, notice it. I noticed but, the drinking of alcohol, but I didn't notice <laughs> yeah. the smoking of. Uh, I think he now made legal one substances to it, but uh, I, I, I could be wrong. I don't know. Um, Do you remember also, the? Do you remember what the line or anything? I don't remember what the line. Oh, okay. Was. But uh, speaking of lines, I thought it was very, uh, very quotable. Um, you know that everybody here who I posted about it on Facebook, and of course, a bunch of people are all like, "Oh, we's in the Jews." Yeah, that's. And, I honestly, and the, I'd forgotten about that line and a lot of the lines in this movie. So I was very surprised yeah. that so many people posted. Yeah, when <laughs> we's in the juice and other things. Uh, Paul, what did you think about the lines from this movie? Agreed. Very quotable. Um, I still say some of the lines. Not wheezing the juice, but um, I can't remember what they were. Yeah, you don't say the lines. You're just trying to sound cool. No, I... And by cool, I mean not cool. Because why are you going to... (laughs) I'll just sit here slurping on my icy. I'm a bit jealous of your icy. Wheezing your juice. Exactly. Um, something I liked about uh, this movie was I thought Sean Astin was very believable as a high school kid. I'm not saying I liked that high school kid, but he was very believable as a high school well, kid. Well, they all were, That's yeah. True. But um, I thought, so. well... Holly Shore is a bit over the top. I was about yeah. to say, yeah, but you do know, like, while watching it, okay, these are all college kids playing high school yeah. kids. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, as is the custom of... Hollywood. Uh, yeah, what, but I thought Sean Astin's character was a likable guy, no? Um, I'll I, talk I about think he was later. believable. He was I believable? Believ- believable? Yep. Okay, yeah. Okay. <laughs> uh, what was something you liked, though? Really? Okay, okay, you like Sean Astin. All right. Yeah, but I, I thought it was really unbelievable how he wanted to be, oh, the prom king. Here it is, like, a month or so away from prom and like he's like not regarded very well in high school, and he wants to be the prom king. I mean, that's something you should start working on in freshman year. You know, if yeah. you're that low on the totem pole, not a couple of months. So I didn't find that part believable about him. But anyway, that's his major like motivation. So no, I didn't uh, find no, him believable. Get, getting the girl. Then again, was they un- they did unearth a, a living man from like two million years true. ago. So, so we you talked to, about yeah, believability. To, yeah. <laughs> oh snap! Is, uh, <laughs> so yeah, I, I have to disagree with your believability, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Chris, let's go back to you. What is something else you liked about Encina Man? Uh, what um. One of the scenes uh, that just kind of stuck out to me and made me crack up a little bit is is towards the beginning. Sean Astin uh, character is kind of waving to the his girl crush, and it's like a close up on her, and then her boyfriend just kind of comes into the frame, (laughs) 
and just get, shakes his head at him and gives him this great look, and that that made me crack, just crack up. Well, was, that's classic. You could find. I think it's even a meme online. Oh, really? Oh, From yeah, this movie? So. Or yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> wow. In yeah. fact, have you seen the animated one where they replace the boyfriend's head shaking on all the heads? Like first it's Sean Astin who comes in, <laughs> but it's not his head, it's his head it's the other guy's head shaking and the girlfriend's <laughs> head shaking, and it's funny. You gotta check it out. Going you know what, going off that, I, I was surprised at myself at how often well given that I just thought this was nostalgic and not gonna be all that great. I, and how often I laughed at this movie, like out loud, like, like I'm trying to do a fake laugh, like, ha ha ha, or ha, <laughs> yeah, I see that, that is funny, ha <laughs> <laughs> ha, yes, um, so yeah, I, I was surprised at, I know it's supposed to be a comedy, but I was surprised that I, that some of that comedic, those comedic elements still held true, at least for me today, um, let's go back to Paul. One of the things that I like, I know this is silly and I know this is stupid, but for some reason I like it. It features California and it actually has earthquakes in it. Small little tremors that don't do a lot of damage, you know, but, mm-hmm. you know, set off the, the car alarms and things. And for someone who lives in Southern California, I appreciate that. Not that it happens a lot, but it's like, yes, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this is a reality of our existence. Yeah. Um, but speaking of reality, I thought it was real fun. You mentioned, um, you already mentioned uh, Short Round reuniting with uh, Sean Astin, mm-hmm. the, uh, Mikey the Goonie there. Um, so you took that like away from me. But it was kind of disappointing because like he doesn't, Data doesn't look like Data yeah. even, like grown up. It's like, oh, these two look weird together. I mean, <laughs> Sean Astin, he's heavier, but you could kind of, you could see the resemblance. But mm-hmm. if I, if it weren't for the internet, I wouldn't know. There was actually years I didn't know that that was the same guy. Oh, really? Years. I kind of yeah. picked it up fairly quickly. I wondered, really? like, is that, is that him? Is that Asian kid? Oh, the God. same Asian kid? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> because he wasn't wearing the the white makeup and stuff that he's known for from star trek so <laughs> what? He, what he wore he said wh- data right oh, we're not, we're not oh geez. okay thank you. <laughs> sorry no thanks it, it made sense in the end so it worked <laughs> um but one thing that i did appreciate is uh being a uh resident of Southern California is the Mega Mountain reference. We're here. It's actually called Magic Mountain. I was going to say, yeah. what? I didn't... The yeah. what, I, okay, but they're talking it about Magic Mountain Six Flags, thing. right? Yeah. Right, right. And okay. so they're ra- riding the Vapor in reverse. We're here. It's called the Viper, you know? Oh, so, so it is... Vapor. <laughs> I didn't realize it was that close. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was It was cool. Like, you can see that it's the same landmarks, the same roller coaster. Mm-hmm. It was really fun to see that. Very cool. Okay. Yeah. I haven't been to Six Flags in forever. Um, Chris, do you have some more things that you liked about this movie before your most loved thing? Uh, no, no. I think uh, that's about all I got. Okay. Paul, do you have any more? Yeah, I liked... Um, hold on. Give me a moment. I do. Okay. Well, something I, I liked, going back to the comedy okay. of it, I, I thought it was both endearing and funny when uh, Brendan Fraser is his just comedy as a caveman mimicking Polly Shore and all his ah and like yes. shouts I, I I like that I was I was surprised and it's it's interesting that I liked him in so many of the other movies he went on to do it was cool that he just when he 
can only when he's only allowed to do like caveman, he's still really good at that. Yeah, but he, it he yes, sorry. He I think <laughs> as an actor did an excellent job because you're right, he was limited to cave quote unquote caveman things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it, his expressions, his uh physical comedy, mm-hmm. it's like yeah. yeah. It it really shown especially it's I I would think it's hard to outshine Pauly Shore in a comedy movie. Mm-hmm. No, but he does. Yeah. And so that that is and you know, I'm a fan of Pauly Shore and for people who aren't fans of Pauly Shore, I could say, well, yeah, anyone can because <laughs> it's a different kind of humor, but yeah. it he truly does um he becomes the you know, the star really. Yeah. Yeah. And so um Sorry, Sean Aston. <laughs> even though you know the story followed his plot a little closer, Sean Aston didn't even make it to the DVD cover. <laughs> <I know. laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. he, you know, look at where he is nowadays compared well, to Paul yeah. Sean Brand yep, Brand in uh, so, independent so. Christian films. Yeah. Sean Aston is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I was thinking like Fellowship Before of the, the Ring. And yeah. Fifty yeah. First. That was, that was fifteen years and, ago. You're gonna have to move oh, on from that. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which means we could start covering them soon yeah, <laughs> yeah next true. year yeah. yeah next year oh wow <laughs> okay anyway that'll take you <laughs> um let's go ahead and go through our most loved things about encina man and let's begin with chris um the kind of like you guys were saying i really think the the best thing about this was the the Polly shore brendan fraser uh combination they, you know, uh, got them talking like you now. <laughs> <laughs> they're they're both uh, just really over the top actors, and and they're both uh, comedians who I don't like all their stuff, especially right. like Brendan Fraser's comedies. Like oh, I they do right or I, George, I, of the, yeah. George 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 yeah. of the George Jungle, Jungle. I yeah. hated. Yeah. Um, and and a lot of he just wasn't funny to me, mm-hmm. um, like the Mummy. I love the mummy. Okay. <laughs> love the mummy. I mean, I haven't seen that in years, but I love the mummy. But uh, they're both actors who like it on their own. I don't always like it, but I thought they they made a pretty good uh, good team in this one. Yeah, yeah so definitely. much that they reunited twice. They did. Yes. Okay. Well, so I call Wait, son-in-law. That sounds like the, yeah. Because was the, the like a spinoff? Because Brendan Fraser basically comes back as the that, guy who eats okay, the frog off yes. of Polly Shore's head. Yes. Um if you ever seen Son-in-Law and if you like Polly Shore, I really recommend Son-in-Law yeah, because me too. I think that is like the, the probably the best Polly Shore has ever done in yeah, my opinion. I, I in the yeah. army now is pretty good too. It's not but, as good, but yeah. that's the third one because Brendan Fraser comes back on that oh, one. Oh, really? I didn't and his that. name is on the like on his uh, chest. It says Link. Oh, that's so, awesome! Really? Wow, yeah. that's um, cool. Yeah, so it's like the same characters, you know. Yeah. Sort of. In my head, it's like the same universe, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. anyway, it's like spiritual sequels. Yeah, that's what exactly. <laughs> yes. So that's so it's too bad Sean Aston couldn't come back in those same scenes because that would have been awesome. <laughs> <laughs> and he wasn't doing Lord of the Rings then anyway. No, yeah. I don't know what he he seemed like he the, there's a long time where he wasn't really doing much. Yeah. Um but anyway. So 
the the comedy of Polly Shore and Brendan Fraser, right? That's mm-hmm. what you said, yeah. Chris. And sort of for me, it was going back to what you guys were saying at the beginning. Polly Shore, I I really liked his overall, just the heart of his character and how he's just sort of happy no matter what. He is happy being himself. He wasn't like as opposed to David, which he's a good counterpoint to David, um, who just needed the to be in the spotlight and be someone who he wasn't. I liked, I appreciated that Polly Shore's character, Stoney, wasn't like that. And I also, I also liked that he was willing to call out David's uh, jerkitude, as yeah. I put it, and at that that one scene where he's telling Link to go away. So I really so like that. That's my like most. That's my classic maker. You like the fact that he was uh, not needing popularity. He was a unique weasel. Sure, yes. <laughs> That's not exactly. <laughs> so I, I really my most love thing was those character qualities of uh Stoney. Which leaves Paul. Yeah, and mine is very similar. And basically I like the cast. I thought everybody did a good job in their in their roles, respective roles. Um they did a good job of playing their part as off-based of reality that this movie is. Mm-hmm. I mean, given the premise, I think they had the the cast had a way of drawing you in and making it fun. Mm-hmm. Um, every, from yeah. the annoying bully to the uh, even the professors, like seemed like natural and mm-hmm. real. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So uh, it it just made it that more um, ground. I would say grounding. So I don't know. Grounded. Grounded. Thank you. <laughs> Grounding. It, it Groundlings. Helped, it, it helped with the suspension of disbelief. Yes, exactly. And uh, I thought each it was firing on all good, the cylinders as well as this story could. So you felt like you were watching a documentary because it's just no. That, that would have been boring. <laughs> Wow, not all documentaries are boring, Paul. Well, most. <laughs> well, thank you guys, but you know what's not boring is... You've clearly never seen Walking with Dinosaurs. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's a documentary? I don't know how they captured that footage, but yeah. uh, pretty amazing. <laughs> Maybe they got Alice to help them. You know what? <laughs> so we put out the word to Facebook... Uh, and Twitter, but typically we get most responses from Facebook. Hey, what do you remember about the movies or games we cover? We did that this time. And if you want to join our Facebook group, go to RetroRewindPodcast.com slash group, and you can join our Facebook group via that. And this is what you all said about Encino Man. <clears throat> uh, Josh Powers, who you've heard on the show before, said, Aw, Dave. Yeah. I assume he, that's, that's a line. Yeah, it's when um, at the end he kisses Robin and like, well, the uh, everyone's like swimming in the non-made pool. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, wow. <laughs> but when they pull apart from it each other, be Link us. is behind him and he goes, oh, dude. Okay, okay. <laughs> so that's something my brother and I sometimes quote to each other. Gotcha. Uh, Kristen Rich Victor uh, said, Dairy Group, Milk Duds. That's what what, what I. Uh, That's what uh, you say. say a lot of times, like like meat group. Oh, okay. Um, Eric Purcell said, "I use the cheese line all the time." Smile. What uh, cheese line? Um, 
Because it's Lean the Leaning Tower of Cheese. It's a goofy movie. I know, it's a goofy I know. movie. Yeah. yeah. I don't recall. <laughs> so uh, you might be incepted, uh, Eric. But yeah. it may be in there. I just don't remember. Uh, Michael Weather- Withers said, uh, Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Shoe fly, don't bother me. Because you belong to my friend Link. My friend Link. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Brendan Fraser's best acting, lots and lots of quotable lines. Shush, classic. Through oh, and I through. I hated that. Sorry, anyway. <laughs> That's in my hate section. We're not there yet. Okay. <laughs> the shush. Yes. I don't remember. Who said that? I don't remember. The main bad guy. Shush. In fact, Pauly Shore imitates him at the end before pouring punch on him. Oh, I oh okay. I'm not re- recollecting. Yeah, that, after he staples David I, on the You're not the gonna wall, help me, Paul. I don't and know. he's da- all right. He doesn't staple data on the wall. He staples sh- David. Dave. Oh David, yes. <laughs> so confusing. Uh Nate Henderson, who's also a member of Pop Mockers, uh said this movie is sacred, Cowan. Do it justice. <laughs> so calling Which you is out weird. There. When I read that, I thought he was saying it's a sacred cow. Like, <laughs> but do you get that sometimes? He's he's Hindu, so okay. Kinda... Wow. <laughs> so um, make sure you do both justice, then, Chris. Yeah. I remember. I remember. So Nate continues. I remember seeing Sean Astin and thinking, "Wow, it's the guy that it's the guy from the Goonies. Good for him. I hope he can find more work in Hollywood." And there's only been one moment in history that I've enjoyed watching Polly Shore. This movie. <laughs> um, then Aaron Hickman said, Don't wheeze the juice. Also no, juice. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> also, that rat that rad sampling of Rush's uh YYZ at the end. So I, I didn't realize it was sampled, but cool. Uh, then we nearly wore out the VHS copy from watching it so many times. Does anyone remember that Sam Astin was in it? No, I, I don't think Sam Astin was in it, Aaron. You mean Sean? I think he means Sean, but he puts Sam. Wise Sam. Sam. I'm giving him a hard time. Uh, uh, I think he usually gets overshadowed by Frazier and Shore. Obviously he does because he didn't make the DVD cover, as we just said. Yeah. Um, And... Chris, I'm curious, how how do you feel about the people that commented on your post? Like I, oh, I hate them all. Okay, so mean? I should not say anything, no. but I should oh, not yeah, read no, their totally. comments. <laughs> no, totally. Share oh, their I didn't comments. make my comment. Totally. They're u- they're used to it because of my other podcast. Okay, okay, cool. I will. Let me <laughs> go there then. <clears throat> I just thought I thought you were asking how I feel about them in general. Just well, yeah, you hate them, of course. Yeah, of course. Spread the hate. Gotta do that. <laughs> I thought you just mocked him. I didn't realize there was a passion behind <laughs> it. <laughs> uh, then uh, continuing on, John Steinklobber uh, lo- said, "Love that movie. Stop wheezing the juice." <laughs> juice. Uh, juice. Um, <laughs> sorry, I, I say it poorly. Uh, let's see. It's fine. You're not the guy from uh, Stargate. And wasn't he in The Mummy also? I think so, yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, then Josh uh, Suli, I believe, said, Brass Monkey. 
Which I don't remember was monkey. in this movie, but okay. No, it's a, one of the songs in the soundtrack. Well, yeah, which is I, something that I that I forgot that I liked. They had, uh, you know, Mama said knock you out, and some of the, I liked some of the songs. Some of the songs was kind of weird, but I thought overall it was a good '90s rec, uh, recollection. Okay, I I didn't feel much connection to any of the music, so. But so there you go. There you go. What'd you think of the songs, Chris, or the music? Uh, I was kind of indifferent. I mean, some of it was kind of fun, but. Yeah, it's it okay. I had, had a few classics in there. Yeah. Then uh, Dustin Arita, Arietta, Arietta said, "Such an amazing movie." Uh, Kimmy Fitzgerald said, "I love that movie." Stop using the juice. <laughs> uh, then M- Megan Henderson said, "That was harsh, Matt." I didn't get that reference. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. When. when- yeah, go, when he punches ahead, he punches Link and he throws David across the ice, he uh Stoney's like, That was harsh, man. Oh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, even though I just watched this a few days ago, apparently a lot of this did not sink in. So thank you guys for helping. <laughs> it melted away. It, yes, like the ice, exactly. All right, so that's the maybe feedback. wheezing all that juice gave you brain freeze. Maybe, and, and your brain melted. It, you see, I connected all that. Never mind. <laughs> Let's connect the dots la, la, to la, the la. things. <laughs> Come on, you got to be playful in the playhouse. We're not in episode sixty, Paul. And that doesn't I, mean that you can't play in the playhouse. Fine. Right? All right. Let's get on to the things we didn't like or even or today's hated secret word about what movie is this? Encino. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow, indeed. Uh, I'll kick us off. So I know you guys like Polly Shore, and my most loved thing was a quality, was some qualities about Polly Shore. But what? I did not understand. Polly Shore in most of these movies, all his references yeah. <laughs> to nuds and bonds Nugs and whatever. I, see, I almost thought they were testes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Testicles? Yes. Okay. That's another I name for it. Like, or, Oh, you're getting a bit testes over there. <laughs> wow. Yes. That's, I, I could not make heads or tails of most yeah, of Some of the said. verbiage is, uh, went over my head as well. And I don't even, even with think, subtitles on. And I don't even think it was actually stuff from that was common... No, urban dictionary stuff in that day. So that's why he said, Oh no, you got him talking like you. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't just the pronunciation of words, it was also the usage of them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that was part of his character was just kind of pulling stuff from, from right. all, all over the place. And sure. yeah, half of it was kind of just like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Jeopardy. <laughs> I know where that was from. <laughs> uh Chris, what do you think they shouldn't have pulled from? In making this movie, shouldn't had shouldn't have. That was my from. poor segue to just ask, what did you not <laughs> like about the movie? I don't know how to answer that question. <laughs> Can you rephrase? Uh, honestly, I mean, I I enjoyed the movie, but I did think a lot of the humor felt a little bit dated. A lot of hmm. kind of the physical comedy. Um, I don't know. Felt very early '90s, and mm-hmm. I'm, you know, didn't. I'm not sure it w- would hold up if you introduced it to somebody today. Interesting. The physical comedy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I, I'd, I'd probably I'm disagree with that of, part. When did somebody slip on a banana peel? That was funny. Sorry, but I'm trying. <laughs> like, uh, like him, not, like uh, not slapstick or, necessarily, but, but like him eating out of the dog bowl, which is his own bowl, mysterious yeah, bowl. Or even, you know? yeah, even his, Brendan's kind of. I don't know some of his, his wacky caveman running antics, into the 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 glass, yeah, or uh, stepping on the the rake and okay, yeah, that was it. dumb. That was dumb <laughs> yeah. in any any you know, decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I actually thought that was kind of funny. But, <laughs> <laughs> See, it's a little, well, there's something not, in there for everybody. Not stepping on the <laughs> yeah, rake. But you know what? That, you know what? What? You don't like you don't like Monty Python in the Oh my god. Oh, you can't use it against them. <laughs> so that goes against you there. <laughs> I am not an invalid just because I don't like the I worst movie ever. Oh yeah, I said it. Uh, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, maybe not the worst Shush! movie ever. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I can't diving resist. into our anarchy here. Um <laughs> I thought it was mutiny, but okay. <laughs> or do you and not it, know what's and going it on? continues. Well, it depends on if he's a government establishment or a captain. <laughs> I guess I'm a captain, so I guess it would be mutiny. Yeah. Um, okay. Wow. Uh, At least you have Alice on your side on that one. <laughs> or do you? Paul, what was something you didn't like about Encino Man? Um, I know this is a... Well, I'll start with this other one. Okay, do you remember the two girls, um, Ellen and Rob? Robin was the girl that uh, David liked. That David liked, but her best friend was Ella, right? Her yeah, who BFF? Chrissy saw, and she was like, "She's on." Um, was on the Mentalist. I'm like, "Yeah, she's okay. done a lot of things <laughs> uh, since then." Um, played by Robin Tooney. So, do you remember what she says right after she first meets Link? At the school, like he's something to the effect of he's hot or he no. she's in love with him or something. Close. Do you remember, Chris? I'm trying to remember. He's mine. He's oh yeah, yeah. It yeah. is like I want. I'm going to the prom with him, right? Oh, you're right. And <gasps> that's her best friend. And who does Link wind up going to a prom with? Oh. Isn't that horrible? That like, is a bit horrible. And not and not and it's not just terrible because Link went with the other girl. It's terrible because the other girl Pursued specifically him. asked. Yeah. Yes. Asked, even though her best friend had already Wow. Yeah. That is a Ooh. really jerky move. Yes. And well, I, I kinda I kinda like stopped liking Robin uh like pretty pretty early on you know really? what because that's yeah. that's what i was my next dislike i was going to bring up for the next round oh, but sorry no, sorry no 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 it's fine let's let's talk you should about, be let's, let's you dive and your monty python liking ways i didn't <laughs> i at first i thought okay she's good but i thought she turned me into a newt <laughs> <laughs> i got better <laughs> she's a witch no i not love that i will mute you all as okay. i stand speak, okay whatever. back to sorry, robin's sorry. character <laughs> <laughs> the the female interest. Yeah, I thought she was fine at first. I could see why people wanted to pursue her, but I thought it stopped there, and they had a chance mm -hmm. to develop her character a little more. Yeah, and they didn't. And I was kind of like, well, there's there's got to be more to her than this. I thought she was a little too. They, I mean, they kind of redeemed her when she dumped her boyfriend because he was. She realized finally, hey, he's just a big jerk. He's yes. Mean. I'm yes. dumping him. 
And they kind of made her a little more likable when she like made it clear, you know, she's looking for someone who doesn't, who's cool but doesn't care about being cool, you know, being cool. And that's why she avoided David and went for Link because Link didn't care what anybody thought. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which so why why didn't you like her as a character? Uh, because even, even with those, those things, um, there, I mean, I I think the, just kind of the cruelty of being like, Hey, you just asked me at a prom, but instead I don't want to go with you. Can you ask Link for me? Yeah. Yeah. She was pretty cold. Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty cold. And then the thing you just mentioned really kind of nails how, how cold she was. And then at the end, how she just kind of flip flops away from Link Uh, and and to David and, and... you guys, the only thing I agree with everything you guys said on Encino Man uh, just now, the, uh, the only thing I have to add is something else that didn't make sense to me. I didn't quite get why she all of a sudden, what her impetus was for leaving Matt. I mean, it seems like he's been a jerk throughout the whole movie, and I want to assume for well, a lot of their dating relationship. So what all of a sudden is like, oh, I'm dumping you now. Because it was actually, I was surprised how early on in the movie that she dumped him at the skating rink. That seemed kind of late in or the middle of the movie, but okay. Well, but I expected it to be later because the only interaction we saw between them was very limited. Mm -hmm. And so when he knocks out basically a childhood friend of her, not knocks him out, but, you know, tosses him around on the ice... She's like, okay, you are a jerk, and it's, and no one r- rarely does anyone break up over one thing. It's probably this has been building up, you know, you, that you can kind of assume that. And they didn't, they didn't really show like him, like Matt bullying David as much right in front of her. Right, oh, it was always that. after she left. Oh, and, I could, okay. and this was definitely like right a, in front of her. Yeah. Plus punching Link, like he hadn't actually physically assaulted anyone. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I guess I see it a little bit easier. It, it just, I. But I, I, I get what you're saying because if you if you can't count on a teenage girl to be consistent, <laughs> then just what can you depend on in this world? The whole the whole world's crashing <laughs> down around me. <laughs> yeah, I didn't I didn't care for Robin. I agree with you guys. About that, I she was fine. I just I don't agree with Paul things. about that. <laughs> but <laughs> after really, or when you take a close look, you're like, "Hey, what the?" <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think sort of coupled with that, I didn't really like David's character. I thought, played by Sean Astin again, I thought he was pretty selfish. Yeah, and he wasn't very sympathetic. I didn't like that he he only wanted to use Link for to just sort of. Uh, build his status and build yeah. his outlook, and I I really didn't. Yeah. I thought it was Maybe. super creepy in that ice yeah. rink. He comes in with a, I have a picture of you naked. I'm like, yeah, what the heck? Out we of nowhere. Were, remember, we were naked together. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. Maybe Matt was right about you all along. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just and and I think with all those things, it it seemed very much out of left field that then Robin would like him at the end and be kissing him. It's it, that whole, that whole You're stealing arc. my hate one. <laughs> this is, I mean, well, I mean, I think it, it. my tragic maker. Yeah. Go ahead, Chris. 
that was the thing that bothered me the most about this oh. movie. Was in the beginning, he's the one who's set up as the main character. Mm-hmm. And but then he, throughout really the entire movie, he's really just a supporting character to Polly and Link. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's a good point. And and the whole time he's not very likable. <sighs> he's yeah. he, I mean, he's like got Anakin Skywalker levels of creepiness. Oh, yes. Uh, just like well, super... that's taking it too far. I mean, <laughs> maybe remember, okay. this is Mikey yeah. from Goonies. <laughs> okay, maybe <laughs> which not is that why bad. everybody's still okay. Let's give him a chance. <laughs> he didn't slaughter an entire village of sand people. No. As far or as little know. kids. Yeah, yeah, as far as um, I know. <laughs> but he was super creepy in all his interactions, and and super shallow, mm-hmm. and it never really came across in the end that he'd really had a change of heart in terms of like actually care being able to put himself aside and not really not care about what other people think even at the even at the okay so he lets link and her go to the dance but that's more of like uh okay i'm the loser here Let me yeah just yeah i can't loser. exactly yeah and then he at, at even at the end at the prom he's like hey check this out to robin and he does his dance moves with Link and yeah, like and, I can and be cool Stoney, too. Like exactly, I can be cool too. Yeah, rehearse that. And so Ugh. he never actually changed in the way that he was set up to, and he didn't. He just didn't have any likable uh, feature. I mean, he just wasn't likable. Yeah, mm. I completely agree. And it's yeah, I and like it's so him. odd that he's Which set up weird. as the protagonist. Was, yeah. yeah. But but you're saying you liked him, Paul, even in... Yeah, I think being Mikey as a Goonie really goes far <laughs> in this. <laughs> because hey, I love Samwise Gamgee, yeah, too. Yeah, totally. I know. But maybe it's, it's the way he delivered his line. I don't, I don't think know. it's Sean's fault. I don't think it's Sean Astin's fault. I think it's terrible writing and mm-hmm. directing on, on that part because you don't write someone to, to be the main character and then give him no likable features yeah. and his main flaw gets completely unresolved and that whole thing like he you know instead of okay i really want to be popular and have everybody come to my house for prom like that should be something that's such a shallow goal to have mm-hmm. that i don't think it's something he should get at the end but he does and they don't even explain why it, yeah. they just suddenly cut from of prom to his house and and he gets all that stuff but doesn't learn a thing yeah it's, I think I he think learned to be content with not that. No, because he got everything he wanted. He got the girl uh, and he got exactly. the pool party. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Which was neither of those were really fully explained. You can kind of understand the pool party, but then how he got the girl, she like, oh, he's Link's a caveman. I guess maybe I don't want to date a, a caveman because I'm racist. Preach like it. That. Preach it. And <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm gonna go for David, who I've already established I have no interest in up to this point and specifically ditched for someone else. And I, I'm only interested in people who are, who don't care what other people think. And David is the most shallow in that area. Well, he's not that shallow because one of his goals is to uh, be with the woman who's reached babehood. <laughs> That's, That's a good point. How is that not a shallow goal? (laughs) That's one of his main driving points. So at least he has goals. Sure, yeah. And Hitler had goals too. That's not 
no one's calling Hitler shallow. <laughs> so uh, there we go. Oh Thanks, Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Francisco, for using Hitler to prove my point. <laughs> wow. Um, you're welcome. Uh, but okay, we're just being silly. Yeah. 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 But you know what? And I didn't even realize it, but. Apparently, this whole dynamic with David and Robin was my most hated thing. So I'll just go ahead and air that now since we're on that topic. It's just... Oh, goody. I get to save my most hated thing for last. You do. Um, yeah, it's just like like you were saying, Chris, it's unbelievable. I don't see how they really ended up together. Um, how she likes him when she has openly rejected him so much throughout the movie. Something it, happened in the bar, outside of the bar... There was like an edited scene because as they're driving up, you know, as Link does this, you know, this power move to park the car, it skids the car into a parking space. Oh, yeah. And then they go into the bar. Before this, you know, um, David and Stoney jump into the car that's moving and mm -hmm. Robin just happens to be in there with Link, right? Yeah. yeah. And before this, uh, Robin and David... Uh, well, Robin broke up with her boyfriend, but they haven't been like together together or anything like that, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. As soon as they enter the bar, she's holding his hand and is kind of nuzzling, like kind of real close to him. And it's like there's something that missing where all of a sudden they're together now almost. Yeah. Did you notice that? I did. I thought it know. was weird. But that still doesn't I almost get the sense because of where the story proceeds from there that she's almost just like gain on his good side. So she has more of an in with link because that's ultimately her goal. Oh yeah. Um, so she, just, I don't know. Do teenage girls do that? <laughs> <laughs> Why not? I don't know. So, oh yeah. I'm not a teenage girl. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I, my, my, uh, sex change operation was years ago. So I, I just don't remember much. You don't remember. That. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it was before you were a teenager. No, it was after, but I'm just, you know. Wait. Yeah, he's not that old. I'm 30. It's like okay, 12 so, years ago. So. Okay. I'm just <laughs> well, trying to figure out the math here. Let's work out the details of a fictional <laughs> sex change operation and how that would affect my memory of being a teenager. Well, people girl. said they wanted more stories in the podcast <laughs> to help slow it down. So. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> um, let's move on to a Wait few more. My, let me. I'll tell you about the time my wife found out. That was okay. that was an awkward anniversary. Wow. Okay. Off the rails. Let's get back on a little bit. Um, some more things that we just generally didn't like about the movie before Paul gives <laughs> us his hammer of most hated. Um, uh, Chris, you said you had some more. Yeah, um, Brendan Fraser in a loincloth. <laughs> Did it bother you to actually, see that? Or? I yeah, it, it bothered very, me. <laughs> I thought it was very well. Amazing how that loincloth kept things covered, like, mm -hmm. but still re showed a lot. But you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, it was better than nothing. But, right, which um, would have been. You know what? That actually made me think of something. How is it that him and but also Encino... What? I said, I'll bet it did <laughs> make you think of something. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> wow. Your comment made me... That doesn't make any better. Um, the, so the whole idea of his clothing and him coming from the Stone Age, 
if he was living as long as he did in the Stone Age or whatever age he was, mm-hmm. I, and it shows when they thaw him out, he has really bad teeth. How, how does all of a sudden he have really good teeth and also then seen a woman at the end? How does she have really good teeth? No, he didn't have bad teeth. They were just caked on, like stuff. He didn't brush his teeth, so it was there was stuff like in his teeth that just not bad. I don't. So I, it was I, actually I, a protective layer over his teeth. Yeah, because that. So the dentist has been lying to me all this time. I should just let yes. the plaque build up, and no. then my no, teeth look fine. Yeah, but it wasn't. It was more like bark in his teeth. Like, <sighs> oh, I'm curious, what resolution did you see this in? Uh, SD. SD, I saw it in 1080p, and it, oh, it looked whoa. like it was... I'm not trying to brag. Don't give me that. <laughs> Humble brags. I mean, I saw it in 1080p, and I, it looked fine, so... <laughs> no, it looked like, okay, that's just stuff on there that could okay. be wiped away. All right, all right. I'm just saying but, that... But I did Christian notice said, it. It's weird that you bring that up. And okay. <laughs> um, But so, that... What were you going to say, Chris? Nothing. Okay. I was going to make a terrible joke. Keep going. I will keep going. You and your <laughs> terribleness. Um, Reminds him of his teeth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought... Uh, let's see. Oh, the I thought Matt's character, the, the boyfriend, Matt, mm-hmm. at first I thought he was a much more interesting sort of antagonist boyfriend guy. And then he, he sort of like just devolved into... A me- mediocrity of or sameness as he's like every other teenage movie boyfriend True. antagonist the antagonist yeah so I, I I liked him to start but I thought they were doing good things you with liked him liked him to start yeah I liked I liked yeah, how he Robin, was in but... that role I didn't like oh. him I didn't like this sort of bullyish boyfriend but he was doing something different with it than what you normally see. Like the look, like yeah. Like the, the look, exactly. Yeah, or gives the look, like that's a kind of a character building moment where it's like, okay, he's kind of like he's got a sense of humor that kind of goes goes along with his exactly. nastiness, exactly. But then he kind of lost that. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. Um, let's go back to oh, Paul. Did you have other ones uh, before your tragic maker? No. Okay, Chris. What were what? Yeah. Uh, just that um, link seemed a little too accommodating to like all the bathing and dressing and like being dragged here and there. That's a good point. Yeah. And I'm just like, you know, he's a caveman. He's a wild caveman in a new environment. I don't think he'd be that like easygoing and accommodating and just like, Oh sure. They're telling me to say stuff. So I'll say stuff. And Oh, they're putting me in weird clothes that I've never worn any clothes before. I'm totally cool with this. Go ahead. I'm sorry to keep interrupting. No, go ahead. I wonder if, them showing mm-hmm. him the fire made him think they're almost like gods. I wondered if he wondered if he was in the afterlife because oh. everything is so different. Huh. And like he like everything like rocks fell on him. Mm-hmm. So he's like, maybe but you're right. Definitely the fire helped tame him down. And at one point, I thought it was a good transition, but between him like almost violently reacting to everything like uh, even trash <laughs> but going to all right let's calm let's see what this is all about yeah but that's me i mean again you're talking about believ- believability in the a movie that we've already established <laughs> that doesn't have much so well, the, 
the only reason it bothered me though was because it almost felt like in in a lot of parts like he almost could just be like a, a an exchange student in terms of oh, just yeah. like yeah because a lot of it was like okay he doesn't know the language or the culture and yeah there's a couple wacky things where he like tries to beat a, a trash truck and stuff yeah but um it is uh yeah it's a little bit unbelievable that he steps on tv and it shows a terminator and yeah like a yeah. day later he remembers that first Aldi line box. of tv right. as he yeah. leaves the convenience store yeah but it's funny <clears throat> yeah no no it's not um something else <laughs> i didn't like was i thought um th- well, it was, it was sort of a minor gripe, but I thought the, the whole dance scene where you guys had mentioned it before, where Sean Astin, you know, joins oh, uh, Stoney oh, yeah, and Link. Well, and everyone starts to dance in the same way. It yeah. reminded me of it reminded me of Teen Wolf. <laughs> where or the, any musical where everyone just happens to know the words well, of yeah. the same that, song. That's a little different. That's, How? There are both movies. What you didn't know was this was actually uh, an improv anywhere. Uh, oh, it was know, like a... Yeah, was that called? All, uh, something bomb? Flash dance? Flash dance, yeah. Flash mob or something. Flash yeah. mob, yes, yes. Flash yeah. dance is a something else. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> but yes, they've rehearsed... You guys can review that movie some other time. Yeah. Um, the, yeah, well, obviously they rehearse, but it's not like a high school is going to have, oh, they're dancing that way. We all know how to dance that way now. Yeah, just yeah, by watching the caveman. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that was about it before my before what what was already my tragic maker. Chris, did you have any more? Nope, that's that's all mine. All right. Paul, lay it on us. Check out his beak. No, that guy, the uh the antagonist is what I hated the most. Oh really? I mean, not the actor. I think uh, Mr. DeLuise did a good job of doing it. It's just the way he was written, I thought was extremely annoying. Mm. Like his uh, shush that we've already talked about. And why people... Okay, yeah, he is a bully, but why did that many people regard him? Or or, or let's, let's say his two croonies that helped him sneak up into the house to steal mm-hmm. the pictures. Mm-hmm. He was insulting their intelligence on the way. I forget the exact lines, but he was even picking on them. It was like, why? Why does anybody hang around this guy? You know? Yeah, it's I kind don't of know. That, it, it's yeah, it's like uh, uh, Francisco was saying. It's the it's that like classic cliche uh, yeah. bully where it doesn't make sense why he's so popular when he treats everybody like crap. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. So that for me, watching this movie was the hardest thing for me. Watching this movie was uh, watching him putting up with him. Okay, that that begs the question, at least for me, Paul. Yeah, what sort of teenage-ish movie, either past or current, did you like the bully character? No, I think they're they were well Back played. To the yeah. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> Good answer, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> That's my answer to everything. The best movies yeah. ever. Back to the Future. Yeah. Wrong answer, McFly. <laughs> okay, guys. So, but for me, that was the most. Um, and uh, if you don't like Polly Shore, then stay away from this movie. Okay. <laughs> it might be the most annoying <laughs> because there's a lot of his uh, his stick isms in it. Yeah. 
With that, we've entered all our targeting information into the firing computer. Alice, do you have a firing solution for us? Firing solution complete. Rating salvo at the ready. On your mark. All right, guys. Do we rate Encino Man a classic? We would recommend anyone see this, whether they've seen it before or not. A nostalgic, we'd only recommend you watch Encino Man again if you have seen it before. And if you haven't, then just don't. Or a tragic, we'd recommend you don't watch this movie again. If you've seen it before, just leave it in your memories. Let's begin with our guest, Chris. How do you rate Encino Man? I'm going to stick with a nostalgic. Um, I can't really see introducing it to someone who's never seen it before as like this great comedy. Like I said earlier, a lot of the humor is kind of a little bit dated. A lot mm. of the the elements are very like 90s cliche. Mm. Um, very enjoyable the second time around, but but not a classic. Gotcha. Would, would it make one of your uh, B-movie guy night movie nights? No, because it's not terrible enough for that. Oh, okay. So huh? I... I B-movie nights are, are specially reserved for So Bad It's Good. Okay. This was just, it was good. Okay, cool. All right, Paul, your turn. Maybe you guys can help me out here, honestly, because okay. I've been stru- teetering between actually definitions, because oh. here's the thing. Okay. <clears throat> if someone... I'm not w- adding more ratings, Paul. I'm not asking you to, (laughs) just clarifying. (laughs) And maybe it really depends on my mood because I've gone back and forth on this. Um, If someone who has never seen it and they say, hey, do you think we should watch Encino Man? I would say, sure, yeah, that sounds like fun. So it sounds like classic, Mm -hmm. but... I wouldn't go out and say, like, oh, you haven't seen this? Oh, yes, definitely. Let's put this on. Mm-hmm. I couldn't say this is like a must, like, add this to your must-see list, which mm-hmm. is also another way of defining classic. Yeah. So I'm wondering between the <laughs> two, like... Let me that ask sounds you like th- nostalgic to me. Oh, yeah? Like, that sounds like that's what you're going for, right? But if no one has seen it and they said, hey, would you recommend I see it? And like not knowing their uh, their preferences, I would be sure. Yeah. On the average person, I would recommend. Yeah, that sounds like a fun movie. Let me ask you this, Paul. Okay. Between those two instances, what happened? What do you find more? Do more people say, hey, should we watch this? Or do you find you're recommending movies to people? Recommending movies to people. Then I'm really in a group that says... Um. Oh, we should watch. How about this one, huh, guys? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> then I would go with. I think what sort of Chris was alluding to that it'd be nostalgic because you're not going to be openly recommending it to people. Mm-hmm. If that's the situation you find yourself in, more. I use I use my co-host uh, Chris Quant as kind of the uh, the 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 measure of whether it's a nostalgic or classic because oh, he hasn't really? actually seen, seen any movies. <laughs> so I just, if he, <laughs> he hasn't seen star Wars and he's 35 years yeah. old. So wow. I pretty much, you know, I, I think in terms of, okay, he's lived this long without seeing all these movies. Mm-hmm. This is, is Encino a- man. One of the movies I want to add to his list. Uh, okay. That's good. 
And I'd say no. no. You can skip that. Let's let's start on Star Wars. And then son-in-law. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> Obviously. And then in the army now. <laughs> Don't forget Biodome. I've never yes. seen Biodome. Oh, so that's never going to make it on this show. No. That's well, a classic. Not. <laughs> anyway, I Paul, have seen it. I maybe would not I'm just rate being that nostalgic. A Paul, we are still waiting your rating. I'm. I want to say classic, but <laughs> well, why do you want to say classic? Because, because it's enjoyable. Just, okay, I really enjoyable. enjoyed this movie. <laughs> but and you I wouldn't recommend other, it to other people. No, I whole. would. Oh well, if you would, then just I, I would recommend it. Okay, then that's classic. I don't know what the issue is. But you know where I'm going, Chris, right? You know that because you wouldn't go out of your way to recommend yeah. it. Yeah. Oh well, no, that's so what I was saying. <laughs> I know. That's why it's like you have an attachment to it, which makes it nostalgic. nostalgic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it kind of define. That's kind of the definition of nostalgic. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Oh, yeah, exactly. Oh. All right. It's so endearing <laughs> that I I feel bad rating it nostalgic. <laughs> <laughs> it's no insult. It was a good movie for its time. Yeah, you can still enjoy it. No one's gonna, no one's gonna criticize you for doing that. But it's no good burger. Wow, <laughs> or White Castle. <laughs> I wow. never saw White Castle. Me neither. <laughs> it's all burger. that. Oh, that I have. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so yeah, let's go with nostalgic. All right, so that's two nostalgic. Beat it out of me, thank you. I asked for your help and you delivered. Thank you, sir. Which means uh, it's pretty much it's this movie is nostalgic, rather whatever I say. And you know what? I, okay. <laughs> I you'd think I'd have veto power, but I do not when it comes to the rating. Um, so I was almost wanting to rate this a tragic after our conversation wow. about it because they're so they finally found us run for it marty that's <laughs> an ambulance <laughs> run for it marty yeah. i wanted i after our conversation i i mean originally i wrote down nostalgic but after our conversation i was realizing a lot of the bad stuff about this movie <laughs> but i think w- even though there are those bad things there is still a lot of the there is still a lot of enjoyable stuff yeah. with Polly Shore. I did enjoy a lot of what Polly Shore did. Um and also Brendan Fraser as well, which is why they made the cover, I'm sure. So because of them, I'm going to give this a nostalgic as well. All right. So, so solid nostalgic. <clears throat> according nice. to the Retro Rewind Podcast, Encino Man is a unanimous nostalgic movie. If you have seen it before, there's no shame in seeing it again. And if you haven't, probably don't see it again unless you're just if they desperate they for a Pauly Shore movie. If, if they, they haven't seen it, don't see it again. If, I'm sorry. If they ha- if you haven't seen it, don't go out of your way to see it unless you are like desperate to complete a Pauly Shore collection. Or I think I think it's important that we go back, tell ourselves, tell the listeners that this is a unanimous nostalgic. So if they want to hear what we have to say. They're, they might be spoiled if they do want to see this movie again. Even though we, we're we not sure they necessarily do want to, it still, I think, would be important for them to know. So let's, let's Alice, fire up the time circuits, and let's go back in time. Morning. Morning. 
Oh, man, that was rough. Chris, I can't believe you didn't come back with us the first time. Well, he, I got so confused. I wasn't sure if I was looking in the mirror or just looking at a hot picture of a guy or looking at me, and I got I just lost my way. You know what? I could see that. You, you do have your own uh, siren's call about yourself, so I could see how you'd want to just stay there. Well, I do, but that's mainly because I live in a terrible neighborhood. And so. Well, yeah, that's why I'm at. You know, police yeah. always looking for you. Anyway, guys, uh, now they're back in our own time. Let's see if uh, we have anything that's new on our tube. Alice, please, please, please bring up the new tube for us. New tube systems engaged. Let's begin with Chris. What is new on your tube? Um, so I've been watching this awesome show called Extant. Have you heard of this? No. Extant? Yeah. Yeah. My wife and I have been watching it. It's Extant. It stars Halle Berry. Really? Okay. And, uh, it's, uh, I think it's in season two now. Um, it's on uh, Amazon Prime. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's pretty interesting. It's kind of about your, it's about, uh, artificial intelligence. It's set kind of in the future, Mm -hmm. artificial intelligence, and also, kind of, there's like aliens a little bit. Oh, interesting! Um, but it, it's really well done. It's uh, the it's all cutting edge uh, graphics and storyline is really, really draws you in. And uh, wow. it, it kind of to give you a picture, Halle Berry and her uh, husband have a son. Okay, but the son is actually artificial intelligence. Like Haley Joel Osment. Kind of like that, yeah. Okay. So um, it's kind of like that weird dynamic of they're dealing with, because he's very lifelike and very childlike, but also there's those elements of like he's not a human and dealing with those complications. And then there's more like conspiracy type stuff. It's really, uh, it's really fun to watch. Is it on available on Hulu or Netflix or Amazon? Uh, we've been watching it on Amazon Prime, so oh, okay. I'm not sure uh, where else. But it's in its second season right now, and they're really? like releasing it episode by episode on on Prime. Wow. Okay, I'll have to check that out. That's awesome. Have you heard of that show, Paul? No, All Amazon right. Prime. Yeah, but not. Uh, <laughs> I only heard of it because because uh, my dad was into it. Oh, I'll cool. Check, I'll well, check that out. All righty. Very cool. Thank you, Chris. So Halle Berry's having sex with robots to make artificial intelligence? Is that's that pretty this? much exactly it. Yes. Okay. That's, that's exactly And aliens are involved. All right. That would make sense. Exactly okay. how it is. Yes. <sighs> Paul, what's new on your tube? <laughs> oh, Valerie and I went and saw Terminator Genesis. Oh, really? Okay. Don't and spoil me. All right, as Terminator fans, we like the first and the second. We actually like the fourth. Should we put those two on the list, or did you yeah, see them you're... recently? No, they could be on the list. Okay. Actually, it really helps if you see the first one before watching this. Oh, good to know. Okay. Um, and it'll answer some of the questions, not all the questions. There are mm-hmm. some. The movie leaves you asking some questions. And they really get into the time travel of like go back, forth, back and and really. So at the beginning, you're like, I think I'm understanding some of this. By the middle of the movie, it seems like this is pretty solid. This is cool. Arnold is probably the best part. He's in like all a lot of it, oh, cool. which is really good. Um, and 
but by the end of it, it just falls apart. In my oh, opinion. yeah, sad. yeah. In my opinion, um, well, you just know, because there's a gigantic <clears throat> plot hole that just doesn't make sense. You know, they they eat the fruit when they're not supposed to, and they get kicked out of the garden. Yeah. It's, it sucks, but that's yeah, it. that was a bummer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that that angel with the flaming sword is pretty awesome. <laughs> that was pretty sweet. You want to see that on IMAX? Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so for the most part, I recommend um it, if you turn your brain off and go for it, you know what? <laughs> this is just another Terminator movie. It's better than the third one, okay. in my opinion. Okay. So What about Salvation? Would you say it's better than Salvation with Unfortunately, Chris, nothing's it, better than Salvation. <laughs> As a Christian, you should know that. <laughs> I've been put in my place. Um, I, I know that that a lot of people didn't enjoy it. Um, I thought it was fine. I thought it was okay. Okay. It's some in some ways it's better, and but in some ways it's not. Okay. Alrighty. Well, for it has me, more Arnold. So that's something. That is yeah. something. Yeah. And I very much want to. I wish my new tube could be the the movie Maggie, which is yes, Arnold. They found you. What? Sorry, what? <laughs> The siren. Oh my gosh! You have to call attention to it. Yeah, yeah. weren't we talking about Chris was his own siren? It's true. Anyway, it's true. Uh, I wish I could I'm, be saying the movie Maggie because I re- that seems really provocative to me, seeing Arnold in such a dramatic role, but still having this like zombie element. Anyway, that's not obviously. I haven't seen that. I have to Google that. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, it's, it, I think it's more of an That's, independent movie, but it looks really good. Oh. He has like a daughter who's turning into a zombie, right? That's yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, oh. looks interesting. So, like a much more dramatic version of Commando. <clears throat> and it has the uh, what the Little Miss Sunshine or whatever. Oh, Isn't Abigail uh, Breslin. Yeah, I thought she was like from True zombie. Grit. Sure. I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> I, don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen it. <laughs> okay, that should be my new YouTube. Possibly. Now, um, now you're thinking my... of John Wayne. Oh, He's a true Brit. <laughs> no, I'm thinking of Bo Bridges, obviously. <laughs> Wait, the guy from The Wizard? <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. Hold on. That's really what's called for with all that. <laughs> yeah. And no one asked you what was new on your tube. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. You can answer. Hey, Francisco, what's new on your tube? <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Hey, someone asked. Uh, <laughs> the captain isn't allowed to speak now. <laughs> <laughs> um, What's new on my tube is I've been starting to watch more of the YouTube channel Smarter Every Day, which oh, is yeah. just uh, this this like I'm not I don't know that much about him yet because I've only started watching his videos, but he does a lot of like why is this stuff happening in science or why is this stuff happening? And he breaks down a whole lot of it, and it's just really cool. I really I've enjoyed several of his, of his videos now. The last one being. It was they did a whole series on helicopters, how helicopters fly and the aerodynamics of them. And they ended with this like they apparently added like a bunch of lights to a helicopter, like a, a radio control helicopter, and flew it at night and did a lot of um long exposure photography on it. So it's very cool, like 
very cool pictures that they got out of it. And it's really cool to see this helicopter flying and just whizzing around these. You just see the light colors. Oh, is it like Tron? I mean, kind. Of, I mean, not really like Tron, but it kind of like that. Yeah, the same yeah. sort of uh, color. I would, I suppose. I've never um, heard of this channel. Sounds. Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I kind of want to start start a a dumber everyday channel where it's exactly like that. <laughs> only you come up with like stupid explanations <laughs> for stuff. Like I would. The reason I would watch it. Helicopters flies because in, in, invisible angels are are carrying <laughs> that. <laughs> Hey, you can't disprove everyone. it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Um, so we have... Uh, now, what was it called? Event, uh, Chris? What was your uh, name? Uh, extant. Extant. So it's ex- the opposite of extinct. Oh, okay. That, that helped me remember. Thank you. So extant from Chris. We have Terminator... Not Salvation. Terminator Genesis from Paul. And the Smarter Everyday YouTube channel from me. So go check those out if they sound appealing to you. Now, on to our feedback section. Alice, bring up the communicator. Are inks the opposite of ants? I thought uncles were the opposite of ants. No? Inks are. Comsat online. Receiving incoming transmission. I'm getting smarter or dumber, one of the two. I don't even understand what you're talking about, Paul. Extinct and extant. Oh my gosh. So we have lots of. That's rough. We have quite a bit of feedback, uh, mostly from uh, new listener Michael Withers, uh, who, if. Another podcast I listen to is the Untold podcast, which is a lot of uh, speculative Christian fiction. Uh, and he's written a couple stories which were read. It's They do sort of audio narration on the podcast, obviously. Doesn't that do, go against of their fundamental setup? If it's Untold, he tells them, tells them what. I don't get it. You should write to him and say, you have flawed you logic in your naming. Yeah. Regardless. You guys are liars. Regardless. It's ironic. Okay. I don't think it's ironic. I think it's just downright lies. It's ironic in, in, in the way that that song, ironic. Oh, okay. Means, means ironic. Means uh, opposite. Which ironically doesn't actually mean. No. Can the captain speak now? Thank you. I sure. don't know. Can he? <laughs> Obviously, oh, you can. Anyway, Michael has uh, written a couple stories on there, so I just want to call that out. Uh, go check out his stories on that podcast. Anyway, he says for Wait, what's regarding the name of that podcast, the Untold Podcast. Oh, I thought the name was that podcast. Is that taken? Because I want to take it if it isn't. Have you listened I to that podcast? No idea. That's actually I'm pretty so- smart. Uh, Michael left a comment on fifth, our Fifth Element episode, and he Ooh. started off with. I think German, which I don't understand and I forgot to translate it. But I'm going to skip to the English part. Uh, first, the music of this movie was fantastic. just wearing allegiance to... Never mind. <laughs> it was fantastic. My wife and I bought the soundtrack and I would listen to it constantly. I had a kind of dance club in a junkyard vibe that was really appealing to me, yeah. even though I don't like dance clubs or junkyards. Uh, second, to or clear... Or does he? He says he doesn't. 
Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like consciously you don't, but obviously subconsciously you do. Wow. <laughs> uh, second, to clear something up, Lilu wasn't actually the fifth element. She was a version of the rocks that called the elements, her element being love, which only came out when love was introduced to it, just like the rocks. I guess you could call it an example of an unreliable narrative calling her the fifth an unreliable narrator calling her the fifth element. Third, John Baptiste Emmanuel Zorg was a terrific character. He absolutely made the movie. I believe that's who... Um, Chris Tucker? No. Oh. <laughs> Commissioner Gordon. Oh. He's in this? Well, while you're the thinking of that, Paul... guy who went on, on a, a Jewish rant, right? Got in trouble for that? I don't think Kramer? so. No, not oh, Michael yeah. Richards. You guys, you guys, you look it up, Paul, while I'm reading this. <laughs> All right. What's his <laughs> Way name? Track. Um, uh, Batman Begins. That's yes, exactly. Um, I even had a Zorg themed, a Zorg theme for my desktop in the day, complete with him saying he was very disappointed when I tried. Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. Thank you. There Jeez. You yeah. Fourth, uh, this movie had some awesome lines in it, right from, fine, I know you, fine isn't in your vocabulary, to, um, weddings? Not really. To, take it, I, I, I don't need it, to, super green. Fifth, this element was immersive. You really felt like this would world actually existed. It was futuristic, but with everybody, everyday problems that the characters faced. This movie was, and still is a classic, my son was born in 97, and he liked it when he saw it. If that doesn't say classic, I don't know what would. Well, that's his definition. Okay. That is, yes. <laughs> Any rebuttals, those... guys, to Fifth Element? I'm curious if you remember seeing it. I think she said it was set in the future, but with, uh, with real-world problems. And I think one of those problems was 90s graphics. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> well, Michael's a he, but yeah, okay. That's fair point. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I know it's you hard. had a sex change operation, so it's hard. For, yeah, it might be yeah. hard for you to tell. Or I don't. You I, never I, know. I, we. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into. <laughs> I'll go, say that for my go, podcast. Go listen bro. to Pop Mockers. You know, yeah. Stop. Stop trying to um, bring our podcast down, Chris. Jeez. <laughs> That's what I do. Uh, I'm right. trying to diminish the competition. <laughs> I guest host on other people's podcasts and then try to. Make the quality worse so that they'll stop listening to yours and be forced to migrate to mine. Uh, it's a, it's a foolproof strategy. So far. <laughs> <laughs> so Michael also made some really good points about our cool runnings episode. He he liked the movie, um, and but he wanted to. We had called out in that movie. At least I had that. The it made no sense that that one uh, Swiss Bob said. Bob said Captain was so against the Jamaican ones. Yeah. And and Michael actually had this really good point. He said, Why does he hate them so much? Because he has put his life's blood into bobsledding. And these guys from a tropical island think they can just slap together a team and comp and compete on the world stage. To him, they are insulting his sport and not taking it seriously, which also leads to why he claps first. They proved that they took it seriously and didn't, fo didn't fold up even after a nasty crash. Okay, that would be great to have that somewhere in the exposition or dialogue. But no, he just comes off looking like a complete racist. 
You know, no, this was before <clears throat> Obama was president, so racism still existed. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> See, thanks, Chris, for backing me up. <laughs> Sorry. Well, I thought that was a valid, valid point, Michael. Um, another one that he, we also talked about John Candy. It didn't seem like it made sense that he was in a dramatic role. And Michael had his thoughts about that. He I, said, oh, go it's not that it didn't make sense. It's just that we, we enjoy him better in comedic because we used to seeing him. It's yeah. not that it. Okay. Well, and this is what Michael says of that. As to John Candy, well, we don't know what direction his acting career was going to take. I mean, he died a year after the movie came out. Maybe he wanted to get into more serious roles, and this part was a step in that direction. He was definitely out of shape in this movie, but he wasn't the bumbling fat man that he usually played. I could yeah. definitely go with him as the gone-to-seed former athlete he portrayed. And finally, uh, Michael commented on our Bill and Ted episode. Excellent. <laughs> Uh, he said, I love the audible gasp as Francisco says he wouldn't share Bill and Ted with his daughter. It matched my own reaction. Classic all the way. Yeah. And you know what's funny? Yeah, that's I, a classic. Well, yeah. I was... I was Not sort of, as classic as Monty Python, but it's a classic. Oh my gosh. I was thinking about um, sort of doing a, a mental comparison of... Bill and Ted did this movie, and I would so much rather watch Bill and Ted again. So mm -hmm. I need to. Paul and I have been talking about maybe doing a a retro re rewind where we reexamine the movies we've rated before and see if they if we would still rate them the same. So if we ever do that, I I could see Bill and Ted going up to classic. But okay, and to end out our feedback feedback section, we got called out pretty handedly about our last episode, oh, a league really? of their own. So Rachel Wunsch, longtime listener Rachel Wunsch, said, Hey, at Retro Rewind Cast, uh, it's obvious you guys didn't understand the song. It's a sentimental Snap. song, hence the flashbacks in the credits. So referring to Madonna's song at the end of League of Their Own. <laughs> yeah, but that doesn't negate what we said. Well, she had, so her and I had a back and forth. With, and oh, she made some... Well, then keep me out of this. I still stand by what I said. <laughs> She she was essentially we she essentially explained to it that the movie the overall the movie was being sentimental about how there was this bygone era of women in baseball and it was more of a reflection of that as opposed to and because I said it didn't really make sense I like read the lyrics it didn't really make sense that I was talking about any of the characters especially Dottie because it didn't fit her. So was it about Madonna's character? But that didn't make a lot of sense. And so she said, no, it's more about the movie as a whole. Okay, yeah. if that's true, they should have faded to black between the two and there would be a moment, you know, of blackness or whatever so that there was a definite cutoff, but it kind of just faded into it. So that's why the tone shift is very different. Mm. That's why it was so jarring. All right. I mean, I, I buy that too. I, I get. I think. I think it depends a lot on just how you look at it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or if you're female. I mean, what? <laughs> she also added, "If you are going to do a podcast on a league of their own, do some research on the actual <gasps> league." Oh, oh. snap! Um, and I'm wait, adding that wait, inflection. Wait, wait, I don't wait. know if that's how she actually. You have you burn. <laughs> 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 nice, Chris. Last I checked, any. Harsh. 
couple idiots can start their own podcast and talk about whatever they like. <laughs> Since when has that changed? And go you, start your own podcast. <laughs> all about League of Their Own. And I, I said, you know what? We we do our best to just cover the movie. We don't always have time to actually go into the extracurriculars of especially like historic the, movies. The commentary of the criterion collection of the historic, you know, on everything. You know, the Crow Magnum man actually <laughs> had a cranium this big. And obviously I, Brent yeah, Frazier. You know what? I think you know? Rachel yeah. is a big fan of the movie. I think she said in her last feedback, she watches it every year. So <gasps> I can understand she wanted us to maybe go deeper into that. Oh, your own sacred ground. Yeah. Everyone has their own sacred ground. Um, for me, it'd be like Lord of the Rings. So I, I understand that. But Monty me, it would Python. be like... Monty Python's Holy Grail. Yeah. Seriously, guys. You, you no, could, seriously. You could, some you could people say, can say it's the Holy point. Grail of comedy movies. Oh, there you go. Uh, I, uh, it's hard uh, to disagree with that. <laughs> <sighs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. <I'm... laughs> All right, guys. If you want to leave us feedback, like uh, Michael or Rachel, uh, or any of the other people that left us feedback about Encino Man, uh, you can uh, go to this episode, retrorewindpodcast.com slash 67. That's the best place to leave us a comment. Or you can also go to our Facebook group, uh, which you can join again at retrorewindpodcast.com slash group. You can join again? Cool. Can I like join as often as you want? Yes. I shall become more powerful than you can possibly imagine. Okay, Highlander. Also, I want to Let's mention Obi Wan, but okay. You can be like those people who are like, I'm leaving Facebook. I'm back. <laughs> I'm leaving this group. I have to leave it 10,000 times now. <laughs> Um, also, I wanted to mention that uh, we're again we're part of the Retro Junkies Network, uh, which you can find at theretrojunkies.com. Uh, and just check out their shows. Lots of retro stuff from uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles to uh, Chiptune Radio, uh, Chiptune Music to Nintendo games. Lots of fun, nostalgic, uh, mostly gaming-centric stuff there. So Stoney and Encino Man, would he be considered a retro junkie? Yeah. Good. So. Yeah, well done. Definitely. Well put. Uh now, before we get back to Nav Point Omega, I want to say again, thank you so much, Chris, for coming back to the podcast. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm laughing because it was the first time listening to the last episode the where you said Nav Point Omega. I just realized what you meant by that. Omega meaning the last and like the navigational point in a map. So this is like our final destination of our trip. That's what you mean by nav point omega, right? Yes. That's well, the why thing don't you Alice just say says, that? We're coming to has, the end. No, you can't say the end of the show. Alice you have to say nav point omega. Has what said this heck? since episode one. And you used to criticize it all the time. Like she was saying some other thing. Like, yeah, you're on a map and you go to... The, you mean the end of the show. Alice, okay. is, Alice wow. isn't isn't like series. Syntax is very important to her, right. right? No, she knows. I'll say, well, let's have a discussion about blah, and she'll go to the where I click no matter what. <laughs> She's more like the Star Trek computer. Yeah, she yeah. understands. Uh, wow. Well, anyway. More than I do. Apparently. Thanks for stepping all over that. 
Paul, <laughs> well, Chris. It's clearing up. I just wonder if maybe I'm not the only one that was confused. I, you by- know what? Maybe not. Maybe you are in the camp of a lot of listeners who are like, why does Al say that all the time? Well, now you know because we've reached, <laughs> we're reaching the end of the show. Speaking of reaching the end and of the show, Chris, <laughs> thank you for being on the show again. Where can people reach you and do you have anything you'd like to promote? Uh, maybe an, a yes. show that's trying to be king of the hill or something. Maybe something like that. Uh, you can you can find me, uh, if I didn't annoy you too much on this show, you can find <laughs> me on my regular show, popmockers.com. We make fun of pop culture, current events, and social media ridiculousness. Um, and uh, yeah, you can find me there. All the contact info and, and links are there. Oh, link is there? Gosh. Yes, more than one, like Zelda Link and Encino Man Link, and like all the links are there. If, if there's lots of links, I will, okay. I will say that. Yes. All right. Cool. Wow. Um. So thank you once again, Chris, so much. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and hope we can have you back, Chris, maybe in the future to talk about Mad Dogs. Hannon. Sorry, did I blow that one? I thought that was three. I thought we were talking about two. The his board is called the Mad Dog, isn't it? His board? Yeah, the one with the jet engines. His oh, hoverboard? I didn't. I didn't, I didn't make no the that. bulldog. The bulldog. Maybe. Sorry, they should have called it. They should have called it the Mad Dog. Yeah, oh, that would have been, awesome. been, been some good foreshadowing. Yes. Yeah, or backshadowing. There just wasn't really, enough but. of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Take three. Leave all that in. That's good insider yeah. knowledge. <laughs> Sorry, you can do whatever you want, Captain. <laughs> <laughs> so you can t- contact Chris where he said. You can also contact the show at retrorewindpodcast.com slash contact. Or if you want to reach me, Francisco, you can tweet me at FXRUIZX. And if you want to find Paul, all his social security information is at pauljpowers.com. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Paul, uh, will you tell us what movie game time continuum we'll be rewinding back to next time? Absolutely. Thanks for asking, Francisco. Next time we will be going back to the year 1995 for a goofy movie. But until then, we would appreciate it so much if you took some time to review us on iTunes or Stitcher Radio. That helps others to find the show when they are searching for retro podcasts. Of course, if you want to keep the show all to yourself, why is this sentence even in here? <laughs> but you can also consider sending us a buck or two for every episode via our Patreon page at RetroRewindPodcast.com slash Patreon. Thank you so much, Paul, and thank you for being an awesome co-host. As thank always, you. you're welcome. For being today's captain. <laughs> Just for today. <laughs> Uh, last thing I want to mention, guys. Uh, well, two more things. Two more announcements before we get out of here. First, we reached, speaking of Patreon, we reached our second goal for having all our web hosting and media hosting covered. So thank you so much again oh, to right. our patrons. That Thanks. is so awesome that now you guys are really supporting the show and making sure it gets out to the masses, which is really awesome. It's almost free, guys. <laughs> Um, and, uh, second, I want to mention we're at episode 67 and come episode 71, 
we are going to do our next five movies. So be sure to vote movies up at retrorewindpodcast.com slash cast your vote. And if we were to end the end the polling or end the yeah, end the voting today, your t- next five movies would be Groundhog Day, Armageddon, Home Alone, The Iron Giant, and Cloak and Dagger. Wow, all good except for that nice. one. You don't like Cloak and Dagger? I didn't say which one. Oh, that's a good point. Okay. <laughs> and for those of you... But we know which one you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who want to see the Transformers, the movie, uh, shoot up, it's currently at number six, so it's Ooh, close. That's the animated one. The animated the, one, yes. Right. So thank you to everyone who has voted uh, on our movie poll and being the ones who decide what movies we cover on the Retro Rewind podcast. And thank you just for listening, whether you're r- driving to work right now or you're you're working out and you're in the middle of a push-up. Hope we didn't make you laugh too much. Uh, or actually, hope we made you laugh a lot. Um, so much you had to go to the bathroom. Exactly. <laughs> uh, regardless of whether you subscribe to us, whether you're a patron, whether uh, this is your first time listening, thank you so much for listening to our show. And like a Pokemon, gotta catch you all later on the next episode of the Retro Rewind Podcast. Listen for it. Retro Rewind mission complete. Proceed to Nap Point Omega. Nap Point Omega. And yeah. return to base. I know, we've had this discussion. Okay, well, forever. <laughs> forever. But I never realized you mean, oh, this is the end of the show. Like, I didn't connect all the dots the whole way. So. Don't wheeze the juice. Yeah, that either. Who would you rather go on a road trip with, Bill and Ted or Stoney and Bill and Ted? Samwise. Uh, they have <laughs> well, Samwise Gamgee, yes, but yeah. Yeah, and oh. they have a time machine. They have the time machine. No, no, no. Plus, Just plus say you're it. going with Neo, so you know if you run into any problems. No, 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 no. Not <laughs> in in re- Let's say close to your own reality. Let's say you were going on a road trip for a week and. Modern day, you, you, whatever country you live in right now, which is <laughs> Bill and Ted. There's just so much good nature. David brings it down. Now, are you talking about Link and Stony? Oh, that's a then good if question. If it's Link and Stony, <laughs> then maybe it's about the same. But David and Stony, no, I don't want to be hang out with David. I don't know if going on a road trip is how I like evaluate like a movie though. <laughs> no, just characters. Like how how oh, tolerable yeah. are they? You know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>